0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022, and this is day 1420 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we praise you, and honor you above all others. Thank you for being our sovereign God. Thank you so much, my Lord, for waking us up this morning and watching over us all night and all day, even when we don't realize that there's harm around us. You keep us safe, and I thank you so much for that. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen man glory to god everybody thank you so much for tuning in uh listen i wanted to just throw this out there again that um For T-Zone, Transition Zone, we are starting our boutique and it's called Threads in Transition. (laughs) And this boutique is going to help support the work that we do at Transition Zone, equipping youth with uh, life skills, workforce skills, and entrepreneurship development in order to go out and do their own thing uh, and, and equipping them for the real world. So they will be running the store and we need your help. So if you have gently used items, it is a gently used kind of boutique and uh, gently used clothing, shoes, bags, uh, please uh, reach out, go to our website, tzonekc.org, and uh, let us know. We'll let you know when we're at the church and you can drop off, or if you like, I'll be happy to pick it up. All right. Thank you so much for listening to that and uh, for being, you know, you may even want to become a partner and support us uh, financially or with your time, volunteering, or whatever it is that God puts on your heart. We'll be grateful. All right. So today's message is lacking nothing, lacking absolutely nothing. Um, we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 19 verses one through 12, Acts 19, one through 12. Let's dive in. This is Paul. And, uh, while he was in Ephesus and it says, well, actually it says it's his third missionary journey. And, uh, and, uh, as he is in or going to Ephesus, but on some of the things that he encountered, we talked about Apollos yesterday, who was also a, another um person, evangelist, minister on fire for the Lord, and how he was thoroughly equipped through Priscilla and Aquila, a husband and wife team, and uh, he was sent off, uh, you know, with uh to encourage the other brothers and sisters that have already um started up a, a, a church and, and helping them to continue serving the Lord. All right. So now it says, While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. So one was at Corinth and he's in Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, and that is in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about 12 men in all. Paul entered the synagogue and spoke boldly there for three months, arguing arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the Way, and the Way was the name of the organization uh, that that uh, was serving the Lord and and the people that you know Paul met with. So it was called the Way. Uh so the so Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. And what I love about this. Paul didn't miss a beat. It didn't matter. If, okay, you don't want me here. I'm on, I'll move on, but I'm not going to quit. I'm going to continue to do what God called me to do. So let's go to the lecture hall down the, the block or two. Let's go over there. Anybody got a key? <laughs> Let me in. Let's go over there. And so it says, this went on for two years he was there so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. He completed his task. He, although for three months, he spoke boldly in the synagogue, which was typically where he would go. He wasn't wanted there. They they started lying on him, making up stuff about him just to get him out of there. And then God said, here's where I want you to be. And he was there until he completed that task. And he knew he was complete because uh, it says, Greeks, it says, so that, He did this for two years so that all the Jews and Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. Now, it didn't mean that they accepted him, but they heard him, heard about him, right? The same is going on right now. Jesus will return uh, when God the Father says it's time and the time will be based upon, of course, when God's ready. (laughs) But when everybody has a chance to hear about Jesus, Now, whether they choose to accept him as Savior and Lord is their choice. All right. Verse 11, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Now that's some kind of power right there through the Holy Spirit. You see, it wasn't Paul; it was the power of the Holy Spirit who saw fit to work through the things that even Paul wore uh, to heal people and uh, uh, to to deliver them from evil spirits. It was the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, it wasn't the actual cloth that did it. You know, I see people selling these prayer cloths and all these. They selling them; they not giving them to people well you know those are those are false prophets false teachers those those are those are not of god they're selling something that's supposed to be anointed by god to help you you know you don't sell god's word or his his uh abilities <laughs> yeah we need to be very aware and very careful about false prophets or false teachers point number one I can remember times when my kids were preparing a presentation or a big project, a science project or something they were working on for school and accidentally left an important uh, piece of it at home. Okay. And they call me from from while they were at school, go to the school office, and and at that time they didn't have cell phones, uh, (laughs) and call and, and asking if I could bring the piece to them, whatever was missing. And I would be uh, at work, and of course, I would leave work, go home, pick up the piece, and, and get it to them before their turn to present. And this didn't happen all the time, but sometimes with three kids in school, you know, the odds are <laughs> somebody's going to forget something. And uh, they were they were not fully equipped to present adequately without the missing piece. The same goes for us. As we share the love of Jesus with others, fulfilling our God-given purpose, we need all that God has for us in order to be effective to the fullest. The Holy Spirit is absolutely something we cannot go without. We need the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul and other of the disciples would ask the people, Have you accepted the Holy Spirit since you've been saved? Because there were many that did not, they did not hear anything after John the Baptist died. And John, uh, the cousin of Jesus, ushered in Jesus Christ. So that was what his goal was, the Messiah. But many didn't know that the Messiah had come, that the Messiah had died and, and, and rose up from the grave and went on to be with the Father and then sent the Holy Spirit. All right, they did not recognize or didn't know that. So their one of their main missions was to make sure people knew and were equipped with that, with the power of the Holy Spirit. So, the p- Holy Spirit, he leads us into all truth. He's our advocate, he's our intercessor. He gives us power to fight the the spiritual warfare that we're in, and he gives us discernment to know the difference between what God is saying or God's direction and of evil, okay? It is important for us to never leave home without it. (laughs) You know, it is so critical that we have the power and have the Holy Spirit. All right, point number two, are you falling short because you're missing the power of the Holy Spirit? The Lord wants you to have everything you need to be successful along the the journey he's paved out for you. So what's missing? Is it love, grace, mercy, kindness, joy, discernment, discipline, self-control? Okay, so you get my point, right? It's important that you have the Holy Spirit, especially in these last days. Otherwise, it's very easy to fall for deception and and false teachers, just to name a few. Now, before we end today, I'm going to pray uh, for any of you that want to receive the Holy Spirit, that you receive it. And you are going to receive it because it's in Jesus' name that you will. It's not in my name, it's in Jesus' name. And you will receive the power. You will speak in different tongues. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's just one of the manifestations of having the Holy Spirit. Let me, let me go back here just to share a little bit more about this real quick. Uh, In Acts uh, chapter one or two, I always forget which one. So chapter one, starting at verse eight. So he told... Jesus hung out with his disciples before he went to heaven for 40 days. He hung out with them. But before he could use them, before they could go out and start ministering, he told them, do not leave Jerusalem. Now, I'm, I'm in Acts 1 and 4. He says, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about, for John baptized with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So he told them to wait. And so it says, they then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So, once you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, now you're ready to go out and be a witness. Until then... You know, you're not equipped fully to do that. So now, when we go to chapter 2, oh, glory to God. It says in verse 1: when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. because each one heard their own language being spoken. So these tongues that we speak uh, could very well be another language. Just hear all these different people that were represented here, and I won't go through all of it, but they spoke in different tongues. And these were not tongues that the disciples automatically already knew. These were tongues the Holy Spirit gave them to speak. So... Some of the people thought they were drunk. (laughs) And uh, Peter stood up and he said, he said in verse 14, then Peter stood up with the 11, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he says, in the last days, God says... I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And he went on and says, Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Let me tell you something. Peter got up and he preached his heart out and thousands got saved. 3,000 people. He was equipped. He was ready through the power of the Holy Spirit. And he spoke boldly. This was the very person that hid when they took Jesus, that denied he knew Jesus. But his life changed, and that's the same thing with us. We can change, all right? So we lack nothing. I'll never forget a few years ago. This might have been about maybe five years ago. It's going by so fast. <laughs> we were going on a road trip. We were going to Texas to see my daughter and my son, our son-in-law, maybe four years ago. Anyway, we... um Picked my mom up. She was going with us. So it's, my granddaughter always goes with us on road trips. She's been going with us since she was a baby. She's now getting ready to be 12, May, March 1st. And she loves going on road trips. Nana, where are we going this year? When are we going? So anyway, uh, we picked my mom up. And all four of us are heading on, getting on the highway. And we had been on the highway for a good, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. And my mom was looking for, for her Bible. And she said, well, it's in my suitcase that I, you know, and she looked and it was like, oh my gosh, the suit, her suitcase that she put her shoes and her Bible in were not there. And we thought, okay. So we pulled over and uh, into a gas station and looked really carefully and it wasn't in the back. So we thought, well, where could it have been? And she said, well, I had all my luggage on the sidewalk as we were loading the car. So we were like, okay we might've missed it. And so the only thing we could think of to do was call the police (laughs) to go. I mean, God bless our police, you know, um, to go and look to see, uh, if, if there was anything in front of our house and they went and there was the luggage, and so they we talked to them over the phone. They let us talk to the actual officers that were there. And we talked to them. They said, "Well, what do, how do you want to do this? Do you want us to uh take it with us and meet you somewhere?" We were like, "Really? You would do that?" And they said, "Yeah. Yeah." So we told them where we were, and they said, "Okay, we'll we'll go there. We'll meet you there." And it was going to be a good 30- or 40-minute drive for them, and, and and we went back a, a bit, you know, uh, to get to whatever gas station we were talking about meeting up at. And there they were with that missing piece that she could not do without. She needed her Bible. She needed her shoes. You know, those were some missing, valuable, valuable pieces. And for them to bring it, that wasn't nothing but the Holy Spirit to meet us. You know, and we hear a lot of bad things about police officers, right? But I have also seen a lot of good things, not only that act, but just a lot of times being, you know, working with uh, the, a lot of women that have been prostituted and partnering with the police and working together. Um, we did that down at the church for a little while and, and it was wonderful. So, you know, there's always a few bad apples in every group, all right, no matter what type of profession it is. And so we need to be cautious about um, making everyone uh, fit that mold, <laughs> because everybody is not the same. And we were very grateful, and went on our way. And we thank God uh, for equipping us with everything we needed. Now I said to you, we want to make sure that you're equipped. Now, if you don't, if you're saved, you and that's the first thing. If you don't know Jesus, let's do that first. If you don't know Jesus is your Savior. That is the most important thing you could ever do in your life because it determines where you spend eternity with Jesus or in hell with Satan. All right. So if you are not saved and you say, Hey, Sister Jackie, I want to accept Jesus today. I am ready. And 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 it's exciting. And it's not like you got to change God. You don't have to change yourself before coming to him. <laughs> he says, come as you are. All right. So Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's all it takes. Now, it would be something like this. Lord, please come into my heart. Please live in me. Please forgive me of my sins. Thank you for dying and raising up from the grave for me. So you're speaking that. And Lord, thank you so much for coming into my heart and living your life in me. In Jesus name. Amen. Now you've not been filled with the Holy Spirit. This is your day. And I'm going to pray this prayer over you, all right? Father, I thank you so much for your beautiful people who are listening right now, who have a desire to serve you more deeply. But Lord, they need to be equipped with everything you promised us. And the Holy Spirit is one of them. You sent him here to lead and guide us, uh, to equip us, to intercede for us, to give us power, to fight this fight and to win and to go forth and share the love of Jesus with all people. So right now, I ask that you will fill them up with the Holy Spirit right now where they are. And Lord, that they not only be filled up with the power of the Holy Spirit, but with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And that they will go forth and be even more powerful and more effective than ever before. In the mighty name of Jesus glory to God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit right now. Receive it. And even if you don't start speaking in different tongues or different languages at this moment, that's okay. It will come. All right. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, J A C K I E, be like boy, U Y C K S ministries. Dot org Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check out Transition Zone's website, TZoneKC.org. Thank you all so, so much. Go forth now, mighty warriors, and make it an awesome day. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.